Sixth Litany, Benedicta Two, by Eric McKay, read for LibriVox.org by Nemo. I tell thee, sweet, there lives not on the earth a love like mine in all the height and girth, in all the vast completion of the sphere. I should be proud today to shed a tear if I could weep, but tears are most denied when most besought and joys are sanctified by joys undoing in this world of ours from dusk to dawn in dawn to eventide wert thou a marble maid and i endowed with power to move thee from thy seeming shroud of frozen splendour all thy whiteness mine in all the glamour all the tender shine of thy glad eyes ah god if this were so in i the loosener and the summer glow of thy long tresses i were licensed then to gaze unchidden on thy limbs of snow i would prepare for thee a holy niche in some new temple and with draperies rich and flowers and lamps and incense of the best i would with something of mine own unrest imbue thy blood and prompt thee to be just I would endow thee with a fairer trust than mere contentment and a dearer joy than mere revulsion from the sins of dust. A band of boys with psaltery and with lyre and Cyprian girls the slaves of thy desire would chant and pray and raise so wild a storm of golden notes around thy sculptured form that saints would hear the chorus up in heaven and intermingle with their holy steven the sighs of earth and long for other cares than those ordained them by the lord's eleven i would approach thee with the master's tread and claim thy hand and have the service read by youthful priests resplendent every one and in thy frame the blood of thee would run as warm and sound as wine of syracuse and all that day the birds would bear the news in far directions and the meadow flowers would dream thereof love laden in the dews then by magnetic force the greatest known beside the tomb i would athwart the stone of thy white body in a trice of time call forth thy soul and woo thee to the chime of tinkling bells and make thee half afraid and half aggrieved to find thyself arrayed in such enthrallment and in such attire in sight of one whose will should not be stayed and like pygmalion i would claim anon a bride's submission and my talk thereon would not perplex thee for the sense of life would warm thy heart and urge thee to the strife of lip with lip and kiss with pulsing kiss which gives the clue to all we know of bliss and all we know of heights we long to climb beyond the boundaries of the grave's abyss the dear old deed chivalrous once again would find fulfilment and the curse of cain which fell on woman as on men it fell would fly from us as at a sorcerer's spell and leave us wiser than the sophist star who loved not folly night should not debar nor day dissuade us 
from those ecstasies that have anacreon's fame for guiding star i thou wouldst kneel and seek in me apace a transient shelter for thine amorous face which then i'd screen and thou to me wouldst turn with awe-struck eyes and cling to me and yearn with sighs full tender and a touch of fear and like a bird which knows that spring is near and after spring the summer of sweet days thou wouldst attune thy love-notes in mine ear or fraught with feelings near akin to hate thou wouldst denounce me and like one elate thou wouldst entwine me in thine arms so white as soldier nymphs with rapt and raging sight made war with spearsmen in the vales of song the vales of sparta where for right or wrong the gods were potent and for beauty's sake upheld the tourneys of their fair and strong i would not seem too wilful in the heat of our encounter or with sighs repeat too fierce a vow i would throughout confess thy murderous mirth thy conquering loveliness and then subdue thee tears would not avail nor prayer nor praise and flushed the while or pale thou shouldst be mine my hostage in the night without the option of a moment's bail thou shouldst be mine my hopes from first to last would win their way and lithe in love aghast and all unnerved thou wouldst as in a dream entreat my pardon i would callous seem to thine out yearning i would cast on thee a questioning look and then upon my knee i would surrender to that face of thine which is the great world's wonder unto me o oh, heaven could this be done and i fulfil one half my wish and curb thee to my will i were a prompter and a prouder man than earth has known since light-foot lovers ran for atlanta loved of men and boys i were a kaiser then a king of joys and fit to play with high-begotten pomps as children play with pebbles or with toys o oh, golden hair o oh, gladness of an hour made flesh and blood o oh, beauteous human flower too sweet to pluck and yet though seeming cold ordained to love i pray thee as of old be kind to me i saw thee yesternight and for an instant i was urged to plight my troth again for in thy face i saw what seemed a smile evoked for my delight regrant thy favour take me by the hand and lead me back again to thine own land the nook supreme the sanctum in the glen where pixies walk unknown to peevish men and shrew-like women whom no faith uplifts show me the place where nature keeps the gifts she most approves and where the songbirds dwell and i'll forego the land of little thrifts the moon is mother and the sun is sire of those young planets which with infant fire have late been found in regions too remote for quicklier search and these in time will dote and whirl and wanton in the realm of space 
for there are comets in the nightly chase who see strange things untalked of by the bards and earth herself has found a trysting place and so tis clear that sun and moon and stars are linked by love the marriage feast of mars was fixed long since tis venus whom he weds tis she alone for whom he gaily treads his path of splendor and of saturn's ring he knows the symbol and will have in spring a night betrothal near the southern cross and all the stars will pause thereat and sing what wonder then what wonder if to-day i too assert my right in roundelay to talk of rings and posies and the vows that wait on marriage tis the wild carouse of soul with soul athwart the sense of touch tis this uplifts us when with fever clutch the world would claim us and our hopes revive in spite of fears that daunt to us overmuch lips may be coy but eyes are quick at times to note the throbbings that are hot as crimes and fond as flutterings of the wings of doves for he is blind indeed who when he loves doubts all he sees the flickering of a smile the parthian glance the nod that for a while outbids elysium and is half a jest and half a truth to tempt us and beguile thine eyes have told me things i dare not speak and i will trust the track they bid me seek yea though it lead me to the gates of death the wind is labouring it is out of breath belike for scampering up the hill so fast to say all's well with thee and down the blast i seem to hear the sounds of serenades that swell from out the song fields of the past end a poem this recording is in the public domain